Welcome back to The Uncomfortable Truth. Today I'm talking about predictions. I think experts should make predictions, even if they're not always right. Need to be more right than wrong, but you can't be perfect. Sportscasters and financial gurus are famous for predictions without any consequences whatsoever. They're not paid for accuracy, but rather for the numbers of listeners and viewers that they attract. There's a horrible sports guy on TV named Jim Rome who loudly proclaimed the Patriots one year would not even make the playoffs. Of course, that was the year they last won the Super Bowl. He never apologized. He never admitted it. Never got fired. Probably got a promotion. So with that preamble, here are my predictions. And let me brag that in December of 2020, I wrote and spoke constantly about a March-April-May business renaissance in 2021. Look around you. Guess what? Number one, Cuba with the departure now of Raul Castro. And for the first time in 60 years or more, no Castro heading the government will be re-embraced and resuscitated with U.S. money over the next 24 months. All those old ancient cars strapped and taped and pasted together will disappear and some luxury hotels will go up. Number two, the stock market will pass 35,000 probably late this year or early next. That's largely because there's tremendous confidence in the future. People don't take chances with their money unnecessarily. They'd rather put it where they think things are going to be rosy and people have confidence in the future. Number three, unemployment in the United States, at least, will return to under 5% in the next year, which is pragmatically really zero. Once you get under 5%, you're talking about the chronically unemployed who don't want to work. Number four, no one of consequence is going to be talking about defunding, defunding the police anymore. They might be talking about new policing and different responses, but not defunding the police. Number five, I predict the Republicans will have major victories in the off-year elections, gaining seats in both the House and the Senate and gaining still more governorships. Right now they have most of the governorships, but I believe that the Democrats who have a 50-50 split in the Senate. They couldn't take the Senate over. They won a couple of seats and it's 50-50, but they lost, I think, 12 net seats in the House in a year when Biden won. I think they're going to be trouble for them in the off year. Number six, the European Union will de facto cease to exist by the end of next year, by the end of 2022, will cease to exist. It's been very clear that the advantages have not been what was expected and the disadvantages are far greater than anyone thought. Britain's now out. Brexit is a fact. The response to vaccination in Europe has been just abjectly horrible, including all the countries in the European Union. Uh, it's, it's not worth doing anymore. We'll see what happens. Number seven, we will be taking annual flu shots for COVID as we do for our regular flu from our doctors and pharmacies ad infinitum. And once a year, every year, we'll be getting a booster shot. And that's fine. And there'll be no waiting, no lines, and insurance will pay for it. Number eight, within five years, there will be a movement akin to today's global warming or social justice movements with that kind of fervor to end the farming of animals for food. I don't know how long it will take for that movement to achieve some success, if at all, but the movement will be growing and we'll see more and more horror stories about how animals are treated and that animals have a response to pain and social need and we will see that movement grow. Number nine, within five years, a major power, and right now there are two major powers, the Americans and the Chinese, will manage to weaponize weather. 
they will manage to learn how to create tornadoes or hurricanes or cyclones or for I, well, I, I can tell hail and sleep, but I think it's coming. Number 10, there will be a cyber currency meltdown and a lot of investors are going to be badly burned. Number 11, because preventive actions have failed or are unattainable, contingent actions are going to rule the climate change initiatives. In other words, we're going to be looking at fireproof homes, flood-resistant homes, homes that are able to produce their own energy by recycling waste and water and actually selling energy to the community super-efficient fossil fuel use, and probably a return to nuclear power. We'll be looking at these alternatives rather than trying to prevent forest fires, for example, which is silly because forest fires renew forests, or to prevent sea levels from rising, which is silly because there's not much we can do about it. Number 12, all attempts to change the Supreme Court will fail. Packing the court, Creating commissions, by the way, which Biden has done, is just a way of moving that to a back burner. He's not in favor of it, neither is Speaker Pelosi. You don't take your ball and go home when you're not happy with the results of the game. The court is the court because that's how the rules determine it will be, and it's been that way for liberals and and Democrats, and it's been that way for conservatives and Republicans throughout history. And so attempts to change the size of the court are going to, to fail, and I think that you have to be careful If you're a Democrat, you can't be in a position to want to annihilate Republicans, nor can Republicans want to annihilate Democrats. But you can't want everybody in every legislature and every governor and every judge to be of your party. Otherwise, you don't have a democracy. When Queen Elizabeth passes on, the British monarchy will be sharply downsized and largely ignored. We're seeing the very last dying embers of the empire which as recently as 75 years ago ruled a third of the earth and today can barely hold on to Scotland. Next, the biggest political rift on the horizon is within the Democratic Party. Their tent is too big and some people don't like being forced to the edges and out into the cold. When you try to embrace too many philosophies, too many values, too many agendas, the tent starts to shred. And finally and lastly, And conclusively, crowds at airports and casinos, highways and hotels, sporting events, museums, concerts, theaters, trains, stores, on urban streets will soon seem worse than ever, as will all the traffic. In other words, we're out of the tunnel. The light is blinding, but some things will remain. I'm Alan Weiss. That's the uncomfortable truth.